It's uh, I'm Ron Brown. I'll be your host today. It is September the 22nd, a beautiful sunny day in Comox, British Columbia. Today on Tech for Senior Live, we will be talking about emergency contacts. Have you done those on your phone? We're going to talk about do you trust those Amazon reviews and a whole bunch of news of the week. And we have a very distinguished panel today to help us with all those topics. So if you are watching this on YouTube, welcome. If you're watching this on a YouTube short, just click in the description and you can join the show. So welcome, and this, of course, is Tech for Senior. Uh, I'll be introducing our uh, guests in just a second. But just to let you know that uh, who is Tech for Senior? Who are we? Well, of course, um, we have our big show on Monday. Monday is uh, uh, is our, we call it Tech for Senior. Uh, we're in our season, third season, and we have, uh, I guess it's 130, we'll be doing the 130th show this Monday. Uh, wow, we've done it a long time. I'll introduce uh, everybody in just a second. And this, of course, is Tech for Senior Live. Oh, our Monday show is, uh, of course, uh, a Zoom meeting. But we broadcast that over to YouTube. And uh, But this one, of course, is StreamYard. And we're broadcasting this to simultaneously to Facebook and, uh, and YouTube. If you want to find out, let me just put up here... If you want to have a website, it's www.techforsenior.com. This is where you can find the link to all those uh, services that we offer. We even podcast this out to the different podcast networks. So if you miss the show, you can certainly listen to it by podcast. We take all the articles, the news articles of the week, and we put them on our Facebook page. So um, we'll be discussing a little bit later in the show, we'll be discussing these uh these, uh, these pages. And if you're interested, um, you can just uh, go to our Facebook page, Tech for Senior, and, and we will, uh, and you can certainly um, follow along. Also today, we actually have uh, later on this morning, we have a very special uh, presentation. Uh, Huey and I will be doing uh, learning Chromebooks. Right, Huey? Absolutely. Can't wait. Yes, we'll be doing that about an hour after this show finishes. Uh, we do a weekly, monthly presentation called Learning Chromebooks, and we'll do that. Uh, uh, the links, uh, of course, are on our Facebook page. You do have to register for this. It is free, uh, but we can, uh, but we'll be happy to uh, if you want to come and listen. Uh, so let me introduce everybody, other than sitting talking all morning here. Let me introduce everybody. I think uh, we'll start with, of course, uh, uh, my co-host for our Monday show, good friend of mine. Uh, we we pal around a lot, although technically we've never met, <laughs> even though we see each other every day. We do shows together. We're uh, inseparable, but we've actually actually never met in person. So uh, that, of course, is Huey Poplick from Bradenton, Florida. Welcome yeah, we're in different countries, and we've never met. Yeah, I guess some people might even think we're in a studio. We're all sitting around a table. We're talking, but we're not. We're not even in the same country, right? We're we're in different countries, and you're on one coast, and I'm on the other coast, right? Yeah, and you, we were talking earlier about the weather, where you're anticipating where it starts getting cold and snowy, and uh, uh, here in Florida, the the colors change every fall too, but it's the license plates, not the leaves. 
Well, for many years, for 10 years, we we owned a house in Mesa, Arizona, and we used to travel. This, this is about the time of the year we'd be packing up and getting ready to go south, right? But uh, for the last three years, uh, we we stayed just in our house here enjoying life. Um, by the way, if you're out there listening to us, you could do us a big favor. If you just put your name in the chat and where you're from, uh, that would be really, really great. Um, the other thing is, <clears throat> this uh, this morning we're going to talk about, uh, do you have emergency contacts on your cell phone? Have you completed them? We're going to talk about that in a minute. So if you want to put that in the chat as well. Also, do you trust Amazon <laughs> reviews? <laughs> That's going to be a good topic. Now you have, this is, this is, um, you got to be careful what you put in the chat. You can't put nasty stuff in there. But anyway, uh, uh, anyway, if you want to put that in there, you we're going to talk a little bit about that. So the next uh, next guest I want to introduce, of course, is again uh, someone that's been with us since day one when we started Tech for Senior. He's uh, a great friend of ours. He's uh, he's we we, we actually. Talk to him about being a, he's a security expert for sure. He talks internationally on the to topic and he does his uh, weekly session each Monday, uh, security news update. But he also is a very prolific maker of YouTube videos on all technology. So he's a smart guy, a really great friend of ours. And that of course is Bob Gusticia from Las Lunas, New Mexico. Welcome, Bob. Good morning. I was looking for that smart intro? guy. How how was that for an intro? Did I do okay? I, I went. That's why I was looking for that smart guy you're talking about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And yes, fall is here. Uh, we're in the low 60s in the morning, or even lower, but we're still going to hit 86 today. So that's still right. pretty darn warm. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yes, indeed. And but it is getting colder at night now. That's yep. the big thing about fall is that it gets colder. I guess we'll start getting frost at night, eh? Uh, no, not here, not yet. Not yet. No, 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 not no. till November. Not till okay. And of course, the last, uh, the last person I'm going to end, not last, but not, not what is it, not last but least, or whatever, whatever that's that is. Um, I should, I want to introduce, of course, Ray Baxter. Ray is, uh, Good friend of ours he is our musical director of our show yes we have a musical director and we never envisioned music on our technology show but he now people log in to watch his music he's taking over he's like he's like he's crazy good and he gives us a history of the show the the the, the tunes that he has at the end and then uh, and then plays them and so uh Ray is uh, Ray does a great job on that. He also, of course, is the president of APCUG, which is the Association of Personal Computer User Groups. See, most people won't know what APCUG stands for, but I do. Mm -hmm. And and Ray's the president of that club, and he's a very techie person. So we're really happy to have Ray with us. He's from Pine, Arizona, and down and talk to our computer club in Rare. Um, on a number of occasions yes yeah you, you say i'm a techie person but uh, i'm in a crew here that is much more techie than i am so i'm, I'm privileged to be with you guys <laughs> well we do appreciate we really do appreciate the music on mondays it's great you know you well, always I, come I, up with anybody the best can song. Play a song anybody can play a song but i always try to give some historical information either about the song itself yeah. the 
artist, things like that. I, I love that kind of, uh, some people call it trivia. I call it minutia, but uh, I, like, I like to pass that on. Ray, Ray is also the president of APCUG. And yes. if you're in a computer club, just make sure that your club is part of APCUG. That way you stay up with lots of new things. And you also have a resource that you don't have without APCUG. Absolutely. The, the, all of you folks are part of the Speakers Bureau. So uh, you get the opportunity to talk to all these computer clubs throughout the U.S., uh, with few in Canada and even some in Australia. Absolutely. So, Huey, I see we've got a bunch of comments in the. Oh, in the, really? we got a lot of people. Yeah, we've got to go through some of these comments. Let's see what people are saying about maybe. Uh, Murray, of course, Murray's here. Hi from Victoria, BC, where it is clear and mild. I actually found this before this show started for a change. Yeah. Yeah, he always has a problem getting on. And for some reason, but he, he got on this morning first. What well, just, just, Murray, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you a secret. We never change. It's always the same. So now you've found out how to do it. Just memorize that because we never change anything. Why not just create a shortcut on your desktop? All you have to do is click it on the right day and you'll be here. You'll be there, right? Yep. Uh, Bob Baxter, Bellevue, Washington. Welcome to fall 59 heading for heading for nine. Cold. Yeah, it was about 10 degrees last night. Kirkland, Washington, Steve Powell, Kirkland, Washington, 59 degrees and overcast. Good morning, Steve. Uh, Jim Gould from sunny Florida. Jim, of course, uh, and Chris Gould uh, have the uh, geeks. They're part of the uh, Geeks on Tour. Geeks on Tour is their, um, their website. And they have, of course, my favorite Sunday show called The Button Show. And they, uh, Chris, of course, Jim's wife, is a product expert in Google Photos. So uh, we always have lots of Google Photos stuff. So welcome, Jim. Uh, Bernardo DeFazio, Sterling Heights Computer Club, Detroit, Michigan. Olive Cousin from Willamette Valley of Oregon. The roof gutters are cleaned and waiting the rains. <laughs> Liz Milford from, hi Liz, from Ohio. Kathleen Steed, 75 degrees and raining in Manhattan. Welcome, Kathleen. Joan Grieg from Victoria. Uh, Geeks on Tour, Fort Lauderdale, beautiful, of course. And Jolin's here. Jolin Bowler, of course, is uh, from the low country of South Carolina. She'll be uh, she'll be joining us on our learning Chromebook segment. She's um, she is a techie of techs. She spends her whole day, most of all, almost all day, at the uh, uh, at their computer club, helping seniors with their computer problems. So she's going to she's a great person, very knowledgeable, and is going to help us out if we get stuck on our learning Chromebook segment. So and well, that is that is the Hilton Head Hilton Head Island. Computer, computer club. club. Yeah, yeah. She spends tireless days there helping helping people. So that's great. Well, thank you, uh, John, for all you do. Uh, and Stu is here from Dunedin, Florida. Dunedin. And Stan Walner, uh, good morning. 84 degrees in Orlando. It's always sunny in Orlando, right? Uh, and Jean uh, Lingenfelter, uh, greetings from Pennsylvania. 
Geeks on Tour, uh, we have met you all. Yes, yes, we've met. Uh, in fact, we've physically actually met everybody. Here are the you're the only one we haven't. I haven't actually met. Yeah, I have met all of the others. I have. You I've have, met. yeah. Have you met Jim and Chris Cool? Yeah, 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 several times. Oh, okay, all right. Um, uh, Edie Taylor Richards, Prescott, Arizona. Uh, Geeks on Tour, we have emergency info on our phones. Well, I'm sure you guys do. Let's see who, who else has that. Um, Sally Ann uh, Mulry, Kirkland, Washington. Air quality better today, 52 degrees. Do not trust those reviews. Well, yeah, interesting. Eh? We'll talk about that in a minute. George Bowden, Blue Sky in Victoria. Uh, Stan Walner uh, on Facebook. And the closed captioning is working just fine. Stopped on YouTube a couple of months ago. Turn them on on your end. You yeah. have yours turned off. It's not something we do. It's automatic in YouTube. Just turn it on. Uh, and Jim says, we have a couple of presentations about emergency contacts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, maybe you could put those links in the chat, Jim. Uh, Ray has the most... Ray has the most enjoyable part of my favorite monday show i told you you're getting more you're getting more fans in, because of the music right exactly thank you murray uh, murray says initial interviews of new movies on imdb are often way too high one of the latest had 8.2 when it was first broadcast within 24 hours it was down to 4.3 yes indeed John says, thank you, Bob, and the APCUG. Our Hilton Head Island Computer yes. Club has been a member since the 1990s. Wow, long time, eh? Bob Baxter, oops, heading for 69. All right. John says, we are finally taking advantage of the Speakers Bureau. Bill James and Judy Tallur so far and oh so good, and our members are responding well. For, for sure, the APCUG, of course, has this big speakers bureau. We're all members of that, and we get to run it. We get to travel through virtual technology and go around to different computer clubs and do talks and presentations, which is probably the most enjoyable part of what we do, eh? is, is, is going around and meeting people. And and with, uh, of course, COVID and, and Zoom and virtual technology, and we can do it all now quite easily over the, over, over the, um, over the air. Uh, Irving, hello from Ottawa, Canada. Yes, good morning. And Jolin says, thank you. Uh, oh, thank you to Huey also for his presentation. There you go. Yes, Ron, I help folks make peace with their computers. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. <laughs> make peace with very, very nice. <laughs> Actually, those closed captioning is unavailable in the live video. Perhaps it will be available in the replay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, wow. We've got a big, uh, big audience today. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk a little bit about, and maybe you will go around the table here, um, is emergency contacts. Uh, uh, and, and the reason I bring this up is twofold, is I did a video two weeks ago uh, on our Monday show uh, to say, hey, look, looks what, what's available on the Android phone. Then, of course, um, the big event, Apple came out 
And now they uh, they talked about emergency contacts and, of course, taking your phone out in an accident. And cr they talked about crash detection and then aiming your phone in the link to satellites. And this promoted a whole bunch more talk about iPhones and crash detection and emergency notification. But I just wanted people to understand from the Android point of view is that uh, particularly on the Pixel phone, we have crash detection, but also we have emergency notification. And, and what you need to do is make sure those contacts are filled out in the emergency notification section. Because when you when one of the things you can do on an Android phone is take the power button, push it five times, quick five quick sessions, and it will call 911. And you know, my wife was um, had to go away for to um, she left for about a week to go on a, on a holiday bit of visit. And uh, I, I'm all alone in this big house. And I thought, now I'm getting a bit worried. What happens if something, I fall down the stairs or I, I, you know, I get a heart attack or all of a sudden things are a bit weird because she's not here. So I'm thinking, well, okay, well, at least I have my phone with me. And if I push it five times, it will call 911, but it will also call those emergency contacts on your phone. So I guess the question is, have you filled those in? Huey, have you got any contacts? Have you filled them in? Uh, yes, I have, but I've got to change them because uh, Robin passed away about five months ago. Right. And that is who my contact is. So I, I need to change it. So we got uh, to update yeah. it. So that's a good point yeah. is if you have done them and you haven't checked it recently, you want to make sure they're up to date, right? Right. And the other thing is that she did it on her phone. So I started doing it on mine. We set up an actual number uh, as, a, uh, as a call number and call it ICE in case of emergency. Mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of a, a name in it with with our uh, each other's phone number as well. And so if somebody had the phone, they could go to the ICE one and just click it and it and would get to us as well. The other Excuse thing me, Huey, I... Huey, that name, if the wrong person picks it up, they're liable to be very scared to call ICE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing I want to another, another good reason to put it in like that. <laughs> yeah. The other the other thing I want just to remind everybody is that crash detection is available on the Pixel phone, but will be rolling out to all Android phones uh, as this feature um, expands. Which is, of course, crash detection in a car. If you if you get into an accident or crash, it will it will respond saying, "Are you okay?" And if you aren't, it's going to dial nine one one. So just these are important features that occur within the Android operating system and you should get them, you should set it up. You should, this is an important thing that you need to do as part of your initial enrollment. Bob, have you got yours set up or what do you have? No, I didn't and I've done that on purpose because I'm going to document setting it up. All right, you're gonna- Another I video. Did, um, I did that, yeah, I another video. Another video, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> All right. All right, there. That's good. And and Ray, how about you? You got yours done? Yes. When I got my new Samsung flip phone, uh, one of the first things I did under the category emergency contacts was was put in my wife's name and, and number. Okay. But she's been always one step ahead of me. Uh, years ago, on older phones that may not have had the category emergency contacts, she did put in ICE call Carol Baxter, and no, knowing that ICE stands for in case of emergency. Right. So I think it behooves everybody out there to make sure that 
they have gone into their emergency settings and completed their emergency contacts. Uh, a lot of people don't do that, and I think it's uh, it's so important because, of course, when the if you are in an accident or do have an emergency crisis, the first thing that the uh, paramedics look for is the cell phone, and they look for you know the the information that's on there. So it's uh, also you can put emergency uh, medical information in there, and I did a video on that as well uh, on how to fill that out and complete it because you want to put your medical information in there as well and that's what the um the paramedics use and it's so important that 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 information gets relayed uh to the hospital before you arrive if you're coming in by ambulance so uh, please get that information uh information filled out and completed you not only want to tell them what medication you take but you also have to make sure that it contains the information of any allergies that you might have, especially if they're severe. Well, in case of Alice, you know, with her, she's a transplant recipient as well. I mean, you'd want to know yeah. that, you know, those are really important things that you would want to know uh, if she was in an accident coming into the emergency department prior to getting in there. You want to know those things before the patient arrives. So right. anything you can do to help, and that's all available uh on on your phone so it's important to make sure we have those all completed yeah i checked this morning and realized i don't have my medications on my phone so that's something i'll be putting in later on today thank you mm -hmm. so i thought it was a good topic to talk about uh blood type keeps on tour says blood type now i did a video on that and of course uh, your blood type is not important in fact right. nobody knows in let me just tell you that in modern medicine in 2022, nobody needs to know their blood type. If you were back in MASH and you're on the battlefield and maybe, you know, uh, you know, there's some reason that you might want to know your blood type, but nobody knows your blood. In fact, in the 30 years of, of practicing medicine, because I used, I was a physician, um, I never ordered a blood type you, you there was no reason in fact you couldn't there's no there wasn't even a billing code or you couldn't send someone to the lab to find out their blood type there was no way you could do that the only people that knew what their blood type was is if they donated blood right it's just not something it's nothing that you need to know so i don't know why they put that field in there and i, I mentioned that in the video i made i said it's a it's a, you don't even need to uh, it's certainly not something that you need to know uh okay all right uh huey did we have any comments about that specifically that, that was we... it that was the only one there was only one okay uh all right um amazon we're, we've actually got an article about amazon reviews so here's it I, I know everybody's gonna get this is this is a good topic but do you trust amazon reviews now i of course as you all know the truck stops daily here and I'm sort of an addict of Amazon and I'm always buying things on Amazon. And I must tell you that one of the first things I do when I'm looking for a product is I do look and see what the reviews are like. Not that I read the reviews, but if it's got a 95% four star review versus, you know, a one or two star review, um, you know, it does sway my mind a bit when I'm looking at some products. So I guess the question really, is, uh, but, uh, there's an article today, and, and we may get to that, uh, in which there it's a big problem. Now, we know that two years ago, Amazon removed a huge number of people. Like There were a lot of electronic companies like MPOW, M-P-O-W, which had a lot of fake reviews. Like There were really a, a whole bunch of, you couldn't trust these reviews. Amazon went in and cleaned house and got rid of thousands of companies and kicked them off of Amazon. 
but there are Facebook pages and groups you can join that the whole goal is just to pu publish fake reviews. And it's, it's, it's hard to catch all these. So I guess the article we'll talk about today, it's coming up in, in what we review. It, it's very interesting. Huey, what do you think about uh, reviews? Do you pay any attention to reviews? Uh, not only do I do look at the reviews, but I also uh, uh, have, I post some. Yes, I do too. Yeah. And I'm looking right now to see, I posted one and it was, I think my number one uh, video uh, and I'm trying to find it so I can give you the number. Yeah, there, no, that's not it. Uh, oh, you mean you make a video about it? Like a YouTube video? A video of a product of one of the products. Oh, and, okay. And, uh, and I just have had thousands of, you know, here it is, 17,528 views of it. So that's another good thing you could do is you, we, of course, all four of us make a lot of YouTube videos. So it's quite easy for us just to dash a video off as a product review on it. Uh, that'd be, yes. I, and you know, I do that too. I do a YouTube search and find the, you know, what I'm looking for. And, and, and I do that as well, but I guess um, I'm talking about the reviews that are actually on Amazon. Bob, what do you do? Do you, um, you, you, you what do you do? I look for a rating of what is the product rated. And if it's very high, the next thing I do, I don't bother reading those high reviews. I look for the negative reviews. Yep, I do right? the same. Okay? So if it's got a very high rating, I want to see all the negative reviews. Yep. If it doesn't have a good rating, it's already, why do I have to look for negative? It never had a high rating to start off with. Right. And if a product has only been around for a very short amount of time and has a whole lot of reviews, that's an automatic tip off that somebody's paying somebody to make nice reviews for the product. So, Well, the other thing in the article that it talked about was uh, you have to be very careful because uh, what they often will do is they'll update the product and keep the same reviews. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in one case, they said, it wasn't even the same product. They were talking about a wrench versus a coffee maker, right? When you were reading the reviews on the wrench, it, it talked about what a great coffee maker it was, right? Because they had just taken the reviews and up the, upgraded the reviews on them. So you have to be very careful with that. Ray, what do you do? Well, I follow a lot of the suggestions that, that you guys have just made, but the, the one that I key in on, and again, if I'm spending $10 on something versus $100, the reviews are more important for the amount of money I'm spending. But I look to see how well written it is and how much detail is there. If, yeah. if, it's, if it's two lines, I don't like the product because it, the color was bad. You know, I'm gonna, but if I see two or three paragraphs where there's much detail about the pro, pros or cons, those I trust. All right, very good. Well, we'll uh, Jim says I post reviews. Don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, very, very interesting. Um, but Huey brought brought up a just an excellent point. Uh, not only are the reviews on. Um, uh, uh, Amazon, but go to YouTube and just type in um, the article you're looking for and uh, just the, the item you're looking for. And they're undoubtedly in 99% of the time, you'll find a bunch of reviews on them and they're usually quite well done. Um, so that's uh, for sure a good, good source. On, 
on YouTube, if you're looking for reviews, you want two things. You want a review that's well detailed of the product itself, and you want a person that you can trust to actually give you an honest review. Hopefully somebody who is not getting paid by the product they're reviewing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and more important for me on YouTube is the ratings that are given to the seller. I want to see how well people give ratings so I know that I'm dealing with somebody who's going to be honest and trustworthy for the most part. Good point. Uh, all right, that's very good. So that's great. So uh, let we better, we'll probably, we should probably move on to looking at some articles. Eh? What do you think, guys? All right. Good to me. All right. Let me, uh, let me share my screen. Now, remember, uh, we are now going to go through some of our news articles that we've posted. Uh, and if you want to um, follow along with us on our Facebook page, you can certainly do that. Or we'll have it on the screen here. So let's, uh, let's see what, uh, what we can come up with. Let me just share my screen. And we will do this. And I think, how's the, let's see what we got here. Let's see if I can make that a little bit bigger. Here. All right. Uh, what do we got here? First is Huey. Windows may have released. Yeah, this is a big one I wanted to talk about. Have just released Windows 11 2022 update, but the best updates are coming in October. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot in the uh, 22H2, which is now available. It doesn't automatically update on your computer. But you can, as you, if you go into the Windows uh, update page in your settings, uh, it may be there that it's available and do you want to install it. I went ahead and, and did it. it. Took about two and a half hours. Uh, so it took quite a while. It's just, I guess they really throttle it down for downloading. And then the install does a lot of things in the background. So it does it slowly. And... Uh, and then when you reboot, then it puts them in, in place so where they need to be. Uh, but uh, uh, there, there's not a lot in the changes, but what this article is telling us is next month in October, there's there's some things that they were working on, but just didn't have quite ready for this release. So, so I think the big thing I got out of this, we'll see what Bob has to say in a minute, but the big thing I got out of this was this it, the Windows 11, this, this update, is a big one like it's like you say it's 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 a it's a big download and it takes a while to install it so this is a is a sort of the first big big refresh of windows 11 but since windows 10 is going to be available for uh sometime in the future they are also releasing in october a similar large update for windows 10. in other words it's, so they're updating windows 10 as well it's not like, well, we're just going to forget about Windows 10 because everyone's moving to Windows 11. They're still supporting this. And this is going to be a really big update for Windows 10, right? Right. And it's also going to be called 22H2. Mm -hmm. And it should be available in October. In October. So it'll or, be for Windows 10. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, have you have you beta this? Have you got any ideas or what what's this? Yeah, I've been I've been running this for a couple of months already. But I have on my systems the feature that's slated now to come a little bit later, which are the tabs in your uh, file explorer. If in file explorer, actually, I have a video out on 
tabs in <laughs> why, File Explorer. Why would I not uh, be surprised? Okay, that's good. So, so out of in a nutshell, what do you think are the what's your favorite feature that we should be looking for that we're we're going to be excited about? Uh, the tabs in the tabs. Explorer happen to be a very nice feature because you don't have to. You constantly go back, go back, go back. You have different tabs with all the things you want to look at. And just as in your browser, you can change from one topic to the next. You can now do that right in Explorer. Yeah, because I like Explorer. A lot of times I have four or five, even more File Explorer windows right. open and showing different folders. So, yep. yeah, that's going to be a nice feature. Now that uses a little bit less RAM than if you had individual uh, File Explorer parts open on your computers because they're within a tab, okay? But it still does, every tab uses more resources. So the more tabs you have open, the more resources File Explorer is going to need. And keep that in mind. One of the reasons why when you purchase a computer, get enough RAM, RAM is fairly cheap, and just like an SSD drive, extra RAM is always helpful. Very true. Uh, so the next article is, uh, I posted this one, uh, wearables market is struggling as consumers tighten their belts. So we're all looking at, um, of course, my, my fun that I have in life is smartwatches. And of course, I watch this very carefully, and, and I've been looking at the Pixel uh, the, the new Pixel Watch that's coming out, and of course the Fitbit Sense 2, the Galaxy Watch 5. We got all these new watches, the new the new Apple watches out. So we got all these new watches, but of course the I'm I'm watching carefully on the Pixel Watch, and this is coming out at a really bad time. The market, of course, everyone else has released their new new feature watch, and their Pixel's coming out last, and they're also going to be coming out in a situation where everyone's tightening their belt with all the interest rates going up. So we're going to have to be interesting to see what happens with the with the Pixel Watch, but thought that was interesting. Um, interesting there. Um, My wise watch, and I'm not making any more investment in smartwatches until they can tell me what my blood sugar levels <laughs> that's, are. That's, right. that's when I'll make that investment, but not until then. Well, part of the problem I see with the Pixel Watch, we'll have to, you know, I've done all the reviews and looked at this. I, there's two or three reviews a day coming out on the Pixel Watch, but nobody really, they're all saying the same thing over and over again, you know, because nobody really knows. But so far, I haven't seen anything that really is going to make me want to go and spend, it's going to be the most expensive watch. And, and I'm not sure what rabbit out of the hat they're going to pull to make everyone want to go and buy it you know like i don't see any new features uh so we'll have to see what's going to happen um starlink Huey, you i put this up there but starlink speeds drop significantly in the u.s amid congestion woes yeah you know a lot more people are coming on board and uh, even though they're putting up more satellites it's still there's more and more, and you take a signal, you can only divide it so many times before things start to slow up a little bit. Uh, the uh, And the new uh, uh, generation two of their satellites, uh, they don't even have a, a rocket that will launch them yet, but they've been putting up a lot, of, a lot more satellites. They're up to over 3,000 launches, 
and uh, not launches, but uh, 3,000 uh, satellites that they put out in space. Not all of them are working, so it's just under 3,000 that are actually out there. But, uh, you know, and they're putting more and more out there. So that should help. But uh, they said that right from the beginning that, you know, whatever speeds you get, they will slow down as we get more customers. Yes. All right. Um, Bob, I well, putting tape over your webcam. Everyone does that, don't they? No, not really. Really? I I cover the camera part of the webcam, but the tape portion, when you use a sticky note, should not be on the camera portion itself because that has residue. So stick that on the frame and then let the paper hang over the camera. Oh, okay. Oh, if okay. you do it where you just put tape over the camera, well, we get to see some of that in Tech for Senior on Mondays, where, gee, the people are awful fuzzy. Well, yeah, that's all that tape that you now have sticking on your camera. <laughs> so stick it someplace else and then fold it over to cover the lens. That's a lot the of them just way of doing it. A lot of them, Bob, don't they have doors that just go yeah, over top? Of yeah, some of them do, but quite a few of them, you know, if you have an older laptop, I guarantee you, there is no lens. No lens, okay. My Nexico camera, the, the external one, that has a little device that slips and I can close up and cover the lens. The new one that I just bought, uh, that doesn't have a way of covering. I actually have to tape it closed if I want to do that. I think the, it's being paranoid. I, yeah, well, I, I can also go in in the settings themselves and just turn the camera off. If then it's it a, it's a me on my laptop, I close the cover. Yep, the yeah, center cam comes comes with a little right. cover that I can just put right yes. over the camera, correct, and, and close it, which is really yeah. Nice. I have that laying on the side because when I first turned on the center cam, I said, "Okay, I got a black screen. What the heck's going on?" I didn't realize there was a cover over the lens. <laughs> so, listen, Bob, you posed to this, but this is one Ray should answer. What's sure. the difference between a turntable and a record player? Uh, now, Ray's got to be able to answer that. Yeah, well, a, a record player is what many of us probably had when we were kids. It's one contained unit with a built-in speaker and a built-in amplifier, and that's right. all you need. You play it, but the sound quality, of course, is not the best. Uh, a turntable you put in to your home entertainment system, so it's connected to external speakers, its own receiver for the amplifier, et cetera. Okay. So there is a clear, they both do the same thing, but at very different levels. Right. All right. Do, do they, they don't make record players anymore, do they? Yes. There are people who will want to get back into vinyl, but they don't want to go with the expense of having a, a setup where they have to have an external receiver to run it and uh, speakers. So it's very easy. I can see a, a college kid in a dorm room, as an example, wanting to have a record player. Huh. All right. Well, that's interesting. Um, this was an article that came out this morning from Android Central. It was on Google search is making it easier to find train tickets, eco-friendly options. So you're now going to be able to search and find your train ticket or bus ticket and actually purchase it through Google, I guess, through Google. So um, interesting. Uh, it just gets better and better and better. A few years ago, I opted to uh, uh, 
I was up in up in upstate New York, and I opted to uh, take the train uh, with my lady friend at the time uh, instead of flying back to Florida, and it was an experience. I, as a kid, of course, we traveled by train a lot, but uh, over the many years, it, it's something that most people don't do anymore. But uh, it was a good experience. I was glad we did it. Uh, it was fun. We met a lot of really neat people on the on the car. It was a you know it was a couple of I think it was one or two nights, and uh, she was a smoker. So whenever we stopped at a station, she'd get out and have a couple of puffs because uh, you can't smoke on the trains anymore. And then she'd get back on. So, but we carried a a, a, a cooler and we had some beer and we had some sandwiches but we also did one meal in the uh dining car and it was delicious this was an interesting article that came out this morning uh i thought this is this was common knowledge but maybe not anyway we all make a lot of youtube videos and of course we we're very proud of them and we hope people will like them and if you do like a youtube video that does raise that up on the um search aspect of youtube which of course we all want our videos to be watched. So the more likes you get, the better The better YouTube is gonna show it to different people. But what about those nasty people that say they don't like your video? In other words, they give you a thumbs down. Well, what does that affect your search ranking or is there any negative aspect of that? And the answer to that is no. Um, doesn't matter how many downs you get or dislikes, has no effect, there's nothing. The, the down button doesn't do anything. So, um, and uh, and so that was interesting. I, I, I That actually has been out for a while, but this was an article that just came out this morning. And so there are, there um, does disliking a video keep it out of you? Since a new study says no. And that would, that doesn't matter really. It was gonna stop the dislikes completely because it doesn't do anything. The trouble with the dislikes that I have found that some people just mark dislike because they don't like the product or they don't like the topic, not they didn't like the video. And I, that's not yep. fair to the person who, who created the Correct. video. Right. And you really should. Uh, and if you watch a video and you like it, and I've been doing this more and more now, when I watch a video uh, and it's, I learned something from it or it gave me the answer I was looking for, I definitely hit the like button. Absolutely. I, I not only do I like it, if, if, if I really like the video and it's really helped me, I'll donate, I'll, I'll give, I'll donate some money to the, um, you know, if they have a button on their, uh, on their site, I'll donate some money for the video because they, I, I can see, I, I watched a video. I think I talked about this a few weeks ago on um, the Yeti mic and this guy did an hour long presentation on Yeti and he bought a bunch of Yeti mics, took them all apart, you know, give this incredible review. Tom Buck was his name. That was it, Tom Buck. And he gave this incredible review about these mics and, and uh, oh, wow, he put so much effort into that. Um, anyway, uh, let's keep going. Uh, who did this? This, oh, Bob, city and states EV, charging causes the most stress what's yeah uh, this what's... this site actually put together uh, a map of the u.s and has ratings for all the states where where can you actually have an electric car and get it charged 
without any real hassles and which states uh, New Mexico be New Mexico being one of them if you buy an electric car you better have a charger at home because charging it on the road and it's a fairly large state is not that easy so if you have an electric car this is a place worth looking at because it gives you ratings by state where it's feasible and where you run into problems okay excellent thanks bob uh, this was an article on, uh, this is I published, posted this from Engadget. Google now lets you request uh, the removal of search results that contains certain personal data. So you can actually request uh, uh, information being removed. And this would be certainly common if, if you um, confuse, like my name's a very common name. And what happens if you have some you know, some mix up and you get something posted nasty about you that that's not even you, you want to make sure that information gets removed. So this is this is now available. Um, it's available, but it's still not easy to do. Yeah, I have a friend that kind of, I was just talking to this past week who lives in California. I haven't seen her in several years, but we keep in touch. And uh, she always has been a very private person and she wants to remove any reference to herself online and she is determined to do it good luck I, I, I yeah number one is that's what i said it, you know there's just a lot of uh, freedom of information that's out there available about you but i just in my own mind don't understand what you why you would need that yeah if, if there was something in your life you wanted to hide or something like that i i certainly can understand it but uh gosh you know, it's just too easy to find out anything about you without the internet. That uh, having the internet, it just uh, yeah, they can find it. But you know, it's I, I just don't think it's that important. I just one of the things to realize is that if you really have something that you're trying to hide, that part you'll never be able to erase. Yeah, the easiest thing to do is think before you hit that post button. And if yeah, you think was, it might come back to haunt you sometime in the future, don't put it out there in the first place. When, when I was uh, teaching uh, computer classes, mostly to seniors, one of the themes I had was uh, the, the privacy we all had 50 years ago. It's not here today. You know, and, so, and some of us, we, we put information out so people can find us. Yep. I'm just coming down. Oh, here's Ray. I want to get Ray's... Um... Ray's uh, art. Just before I get into Ray's, the ones he posted, uh, Chewy, have we got any anybody that any is anyone listening to us? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, um, we've got a few on. Let's see. Uh, where do we leave off here? Let's see here. Uh, John says, updating my Windows 10 laptop and Surface Pro. Haven't jumped to 11 yet. All of Cousin. A trusty reviews go. I click thumbs up. Numbers three, nine, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, and thirty. Watching at another. He he's he actually marks uh, likes for our show during the show, which is helpful for us as well. Thank you. Uh, I use sticky note on the back and fold it over the lens. Right. Very good. Yeah. Stick it on the back and fold it over the camera. Yep. Did it. Did anyone hear about the threat Putin made that he was going to start shooting down the Starlink satellites? No, I kind of missed that one. Yeah. Huey fades to black using Huey. 
when I put that cover to black using the cover. (laughs) Age to black. Jolin says we have an HP AIO at the all in one. All in one, uh, and the camera is spring loaded on the top, so you have to push down to open the camera and push it to lock. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, spring loaded. But I've opened a Zoom meeting to a black screen where I should have had, should have been LOL. The camera was still down. <laughs> uh, all it says, I still have a battery powered transistor radio that was a record player on the back. It there you go. Wow. That, that might be worth some money. Maybe uh, what you could do is maybe uh, send me, take a picture of it and send it to copy of me and we'll we'll show it on the show on monday ray can, like ray, can ray can tell us what it what it is we'll see if anyone knows what i know we'll we'll put it on the show and see if anyone can recognize what yes. it is good idea <laughs> uh jolin did anyone uh, experience the malware bites google kerfuffle yesterday morning around oh yeah that's right um yeah did did anyone have problems with that did you guys hear about that i wasn't home yesterday morning hear about it no yeah malware was it malware bytes um, define Google as um, as a um, false positive false, yeah. false positive contact? Bob, did you know about that? I read about it. I didn't experience it because I don't have malware bytes running in the background. I use it strictly on demand when I right. want to check something. Yeah, so that's they, what I do as well. Didn't affect me. It caused a lot of problems. But, yeah, you know, that can happen with any product that you have that monitors something else. If they have a problem in their programming and they take something that's perfectly good and somebody screws up and says, oh, this is bad. Well, if a lot of people use it, like, of course, malware bytes, if they block Google and many people use Google, there's going to be a problem until they fix the problem. Dorothy says, yes, it was crazy. Every time I opened the Edge browser, every site was deemed a problem. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, all of cousin. So New Mexico does not have electricity. Uh, Oregon has uh, 120 volt electrical electricity to dwellings and businesses for a long time. What do you mean New Mexico doesn't have? If New Mexico <laughs> didn't have electricity, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Steve Parker, best way to keep a secret is not to tell anyone. There you go, Steve. You got it. Cruel <laughs> words were never spoken. That's right. Joel Stanberg says, I just searched my own name. I cannot find me. There are others with the same name, but not me. Boy, I can find me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And my name is unique, so I definitely can find me. Although there's a dance called the Pop Lock. And so there's a lot of music uh, uh, answers that come up when I do a search. Dorothy says, yes, it was crazy. Every time oh, yeah. I open my Edge browser, every site, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like the first time I went to, down to the border and I had my new Nexus pass. And uh, I went to Cross and... Uh, they sort of hauled me into the the big the big building there, and I thought I have my Nexus pass. I can't, you know, I've got to be okay, right? I've gone through all these interviews. There, they said, no, no, we just have to have a little chat with you. 
there were 120 felons that have the name Ron Brown, and they had they had to they they hadn't removed all the 119 that were the bad guys. So when my name came up, all those bad guys came up as well. So they hadn't removed them off my Nexus card. So I said, "We'll just do it once, and you should be okay." I don't have any problems since, but but so there are a lot of bad guys out there. All right, uh, Ray, and I think you got another article. What? Uh, no one no one wants to be a YouTube premium. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, okay. This this was a, a young lady, a, a young mother of an 11-month-old wrote yeah. in saying she really hates the fact that every time she's watching YouTube, she gets these notices over and over to upgrade to the to the premium. And uh, that was a little bit of a rant here. And, uh, you know, I actually do subscribe to it. It's, it's I think it's $11.99 a month. That also gives me YouTube music because I hate commercials. They waste my time. And I so I think the answer is pay for it. If you're really an avid YouTube watcher, it's worth the money. If you're not, then live with the ads. The other day, we had YouTube on almost all day long. And I wasn't the one who put it on. My wife did. And that was totally unusual. And the following day, I said, "Hun, did you realize you watched TV all day long and you didn't hear one single commercial? And she says, wow, yeah, you're right. I didn't realize that. So, so yes. Right. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one of all of us that have doesn't subscribe. <clears throat> and and I, I don't know why I just never got around to it. I just keep clicking the button, skip ads, skip ads, and so when I watch a long video. I it, it it'll stop it and play ads. But so yeah, usually the ad pops up at the most inopportune time. Yeah. So so an interesting way of looking at this: if you watch television, um, you would say I would pay any amount of money to get rid of ads in television. Right? They drive you absolutely crazy. Well, last year in the United States, more people watched YouTube than they did television, right? It's bigger than television. So if you could get all those ads out of out of the way, like like you hope in television, uh, well, you can in YouTube. You just uh, you just have to pay the 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 twelve dollars a month or whatever it is, and uh, it uh, it gives you that service and it takes away the advertising. So. I, I I do it. I've I've had YouTube Premium for years, and I couldn't be without it because I my whole life that's all pretty much almost all we watch. I guess some Netflix, but most of all our content that we watch is all all YouTube. So to get all the ads gone, it's great, right? I wonder how many of our, of our people that are watching us now uh, that actually subscribe to the YouTube Premium. Yeah. Uh, so one cool. of the one of the reasons I haven't is I want to see what the user experiences when they watch one of our videos mm -hmm. and what they have to go through to to see the ads. So I'm yeah. wondering if if most of them subscribe, then it's then I might as well uh, subscribe and not worry about it. And so Ray, your last folks, yeah, put that in the notes there. And uh, Ray, your last article is this upgrade a game changer for folks? like me, who have not yet upgraded to Windows 11. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this. I only have one computer that is capable, and I've been waiting for Microsoft to say it's ready now. I know I could force it, but, you know, I've chosen not to. I like Windows 10. Uh, there's so far been nothing compelling 
for me to change. However, in reading this article, and we talked a little bit about File Explorer having tabs now, uh, maybe I'm getting close to where I will uh, make the, the change over. So uh, the worth if for those people that have not upgraded yet, this is a worthy article to read. Not to put a snafu in it, but if you upgrade to Windows 11, it, the 21, uh, 20, <laughs> 22H2, it is possible that you won't have those tabs quite yet in File Explorer. I have it because I'm on a developer's channel, but it isn't. I don't think it was released as part of the actual update but it is planned for shortly as a in-between update. The uh, The nice thing that I thought about this was that for those of us who still are using Windows 10, there's still a path, like there's still, there's, there's going to be a big update and, you know, we're still going to get new features as well. So they really are moving both along well, at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. This is, remember, Windows 10 is going to be continued to be upgraded and supported for the next three years. That's right. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do yeah. with 10 versus 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, right. many of the features, the the uh, cosmetic features, they'll all be ported over to Windows 10. There's no reason you can't. Remember, I have one of my computers that's running a developer build that is not ready for Windows 11, yet it is on a developer's copy of Windows 11. So not because I wanted it, it's because that's what Microsoft gave me. So it can very well run on a window, uh, a computer that only runs Windows 10. Bob is our last article. You got to tell me about this Yarbo three-in-one smart robot design. Is this for my lawn? Yes, it is for your lawn. It is designed as lawn care. And actually, I visited a club last night as a guest, and this is one of the things they were discussing. So I grabbed it and says, "Perfect for Tech for Senior." Is this I available? Mean, Can you purchase this now? Is it? Yes. It's a yes. prices. Yep. Uh, I've been watching a series on, I think it was, I think it's Prime. I forgot which one it is, but there were ads and there were ads for the Husqvarna. Uh, right. Yeah. I've seen lawn more yeah. and uh, it's, a, and it's goats talking about it. And the fact that it's taking over their job, which I thought was a really a good ad. And I, I looked it up. They run the Husqvarna's run about uh, twelve hundred to about two thousand dollars. Well, this this thing here has a total of three add-ons. It's a lawn mower, it's a snow blower, and it's a leaf uh, blower. Those are three separate modules that go all onto the main part, and there are many many other ones that are planned that'll be part of your lawn care. But I, th I think the purchase price was $3,700. Correct. Yep. Yeah, Ron, there's a couple of comments I want to... Yeah, let's get those before we go. Geeks on Tour, we pay for one account out That's of... That's a premium. Oh, one of the things... Oh, yeah, just before we go, um, just before on that, there's a family... There's also a family plan for YouTube Premium. So you can get a family plan if you have multiple people in your family. So you might want also consider that. And, and there's a student plan too. Oh, is there a student? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay, thanks, Ray. Um, Anne Marie Hunt. Hi, Anne Marie. We, yeah, we didn't. I didn't know you were on today. I love my YouTube premium. Yes, indeed. I yes. 
Jolin says, YouTube premium subscriber, definitely a good value for me. Yes, we're all big YouTube people. Jim says, I, I don't pay for my account. Chris is well, yes, <laughs> we were Christy. in the same house. <laughs> Jim says, I almost always upgrade when it's available. That's right. There you go. Do you know it's 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 top of the hour? We've done another show, you guys. We have to get ready. Huey and I got to get ready for learning Chromebooks, which will start in another hour. So and in 30 minutes, I'll open the doors so they can they can log on in, in okay. 30 minutes. Thanks so much for everyone for coming. We will see you all in about a week's time when we do this again. Don't forget our Monday show. We'll be back as usual this coming Monday. Uh, thank you for um, uh, coming today, and we will uh, we'll see everyone soon. Bye now. Bye everybody. <laughs>